Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, May 14th, and I am your host, Luna, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that is actually all for tonight. Unfortunately, it is Dos Compadres. Ken is feeling a little bit under the weather weather this week. He got his second vaccine and it did hit him pretty hard like it did me over a week ago as well. So we he will be back next week and hopefully he will be feeling much better. Yeah, get to feeling better, buddy. Yes, please, because it's no fun. Yeah. So how are you, Gray? What have you been listening to this week? Uh, I'm doing excellent. Uh, It's been one of those weeks where I just haven't listened to too much music. I've had to keep my nose kind of buried in the news. I was kind of in that gas shortage area. And so I've just kind of had my news to the nose, making certain, you know, I've got gas to get from one place to another. So I haven't been listening to too much. Sadly, uh, just a little bit. I've been listening. I'm still listening to... Uh, Fushigi from Gen Hushino, which we talked about last week. And uh, I'm still listening to Vivid Vice by Huya Extended, but nothing too crazy. What have you been listening to, Luna? So I haven't been listening to as much. However, it's been a very interesting week in what I have been listening to. So I have finally, after my cousin bugged me, checked out uh Tricot, Tricot, I'm not 100% sure how to say it. I think it's Tricot. And I have fallen in love with their newest single, Bakudol, I think is fantastic. And so I started going and listening to their whole discography and I really enjoyed them. Also went back to a R&B artist who I lo- forgot how much I loved her and it was due to and I'll just say her name, it's Jamosa, and she put on Instagram that she's back in the recording studio making new music, and she hasn't done anything for quite some time. I want to say it's had to been 2015, 2016, since she's actually released an album. And this kind of got me to go pull out all my CDs, start from the beginning, and I've been listening to her Try album, which is fantastic. I mean... It it's one of my top ones, and then her my favorite album by her is Sky, and it's because it has two of my favorite tracks in general by her, actually three, Nani Kahitotsu featuring Jaden Wakadana, and Moshimo Negai ga Kanu Nara, and also my absolute favorite is Bond Kizuna featuring Wakadana, and I just those tracks just means so much to me and her whole sky album is absolutely beautiful it's on apple music i highly recommend checking it out and checking out her other music in general is she is a fantastic artist i'm really hoping that something will be coming out very very soon as i am i've missed her so much so that was kind of my throwback this week also went back to crystal k because her newest co- her cover album just dropped and i'm waiting for it to come in the mail so i went back to her vivid album her all years album almost 17 listening to a lot of random ones like forever and hard to say um namida no saki ni 
So just random. And also, I want to give a highlight out to a new album that did release, and it's Eimer's Walpurgis album. I had that on repeat in the car for most of the week, and it is fantastic. If you have not listened to it, it is now on streaming, and all the songs are. I absolutely love it, and this has made me an Eimer fan even more than I was before. Like, I casually liked her, but now I just, like, fell in love with her voice and that. So, and started listening to some Mayjay because it's been a while. Start was listening to her All My Girls album. And I forgot how much I love her. Also went back to Chanmina's Bijin. Fantastic track. You can check out our Ongaku Goes if you haven't. And that that is one of mine. So that's really what I've been listening to this week. Which I guess is a lot more than I thought. So with that, we are going to move on to our topic, which is... A very interesting one, and it got me thinking, and the reason I thought about this topic is I've been going back to a lot of artists that I used to listen to when I first got into J-pop, and or just in general from back in the day that I haven't recently, and I started going back and seeing, are they still doing music? What's new? How have they changed? So, the topic this week is, what artist or group that you listen to frequently when you got into j-pop but do not anymore or as much so pretty much we went back and picked an artist or a group we revisited them and we picked several songs and we're going to see and the other thing is would we recommend them well we're gonna go through and see who we picked me and gray each picked one and this was fun because i had a lot of artists i personally like I I just kept pulling them out thinking oh my god they're still doing music oh my god they're still doing music or oh they left I'm sad but it's been a treat going back and listening to artists that I started out with so but I'm curious to hear Gray's thoughts first so Gray why don't you say what why don't you talk about your your artist or group sure I'll, I'll be happy to so for me I really loved that Luna pitched this topic I, th- I think it was a fantastic topic but the the answer to the question was very obvious for me just the the moment she pitched it i could only think of one one band and that scandal as uh, if you go back to listen to early episodes of the podcast you will know that i am a huge scandal fan i listened to them almost exclusively for 2 years i i was obsessed with everything that they've dropped and ever since we kind of started doing the show and just, you know, just the aspects of the nature of what we do. I, I don't know. I've drifted away from Scandal and I just, I haven't gone back and listened to them nearly as much as I would like. And so it was really nice that, to just go back. Uh, I actually didn't know that they had just dropped a brand new single. But they had just dropped a brand new single. So the timing was also perfect. And, you know, I was able to go back and listen to them. And, yeah, it's just the the nature of the show is the reason why I just haven't been listening to them. I wish there was a better answer than that. But it's just the way that it is. Because, you know, every week, you know, we behind the scenes, you know, we work really hard to find new and interesting artists for everybody to talk about and, and to bring you guys and when you're always trying to discover something new and you're always looking for what's new around the corner, some of the things that you really, really love, like, like you don't listen to them. Like, like you listen to them for a season maybe. And then like you, you kind of move on. Like I haven't listened to dice in two months 
I, I, I love Dice. I'm looking forward to whatever they do next. But, you know, I, I don't listen to them on the daily like I used to. So Scandal has just been one of those things where it's like, it's like, oh, you know, I love Scandal, but, you know, I'm trying to, you know, do this for the show, do this for the show. We have MCs that we, we do, and we listen to all that artist music. I'm trying to find, like, my next MC, and then there's the Oricon. So there's, like, all these back-end things that we're always doing, and sadly it just means that Scandal just kind of got left behind. So it was nice. It was really nice to go back, listen to... I, I picked their three latest songs just because we do talk about Scandal mildly frequently and we talked about kiss from the darkness last october so i just wanted to cover the three songs that they dropped since then and be like oh hey you know you know these are really good their latest song is eternal and my god that's a good song that is a really good song it is definitely interesting and i I really like it and I highly recommend Eternal. Spice was the one that they was the second latest one that they released, and it's also a really good number and just a lot of fun to listen to. And Living in the City is it's almost city pop. It, it is a much different song than what they used to than what they are typically known for, and, and it's really nice. Like the thing th- that you really notice, or I know I noticed with Scandal is it really felt like, you know, once they left Sony, uh, became the Her Music label, like they really started experimenting a lot more with their music and really just flexing in, in, in an interesting way because I really felt like Sony boxed them in in a lot of ways. Like, you know, they started off as this great rock band and you know, as they progressed, they really became more of a pop band. And, I, and you know, I love them. I still like their late stuff. I, I still like the Yellow album a lot. But it's not the, it's not the, the rock band. You, you, know, you know, you listen to Yellow and you listen to Temptation Box, and it's almost two different bands. And if it wasn't for the fact that the, Haruna has amazing vocals in, in, in both of them, you wouldn't, you would not know. It, like they, you would think they were two different bands. So once they left Sony, it, it really feels like you get like that old scandal back. But they're really experimenting, mixing it up, and I, I, I really like the three latest singles. I need to add Eternal and Spice to my music to my music library. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to, and I'll probably add Living in the City as well because that one was really good too. So I, it was nice revisiting because I. I remember listening to Living in the City and Spice when he did release because we we talked about them at, around their time of release in the podcast. And Eternal, though, I remember the announcement of the single release. I did forget the date, so I actually forgot it released, to be honest. And I'm with you. I actually remember listening to Scandal back in the day. And they did come a good amount of time after I got into J-pop. So I remember when they first started and I was obsessed with them and I took a break after their baby action album. And then I came back to them probably when we started doing the podcast. I mean, I still listen to them on and off, but it was like older songs, but I didn't keep, keep up with them. So I was, I'm like you, I, I, I stopped listening and I go back and forth, but I think it's just because there's so many artists in the pool However, I will say with their newest ones, I loved Eternal. 
Eternal was amazing and I love that they have more freedom to do what they want and they can do different types of songs and you hear different a different each song sounds different like living in the city reminds me of a city pop feel with some rock influence in it and I enjoyed it however I loved Spice I think I like the guitar work in Spice, which is one of the reasons I loved it. And I loved Eternal as well. And I would say my order of enjoying them is probably Eternal Spice Living in the City, to be honest. And I'm really glad you did pick Scandal because this is a group that I do love and they have a special place in my heart. I own most of their albums, actually. I think I have a few blind spots like Yellow and maybe a Best Album. I can't remember which one. But... I, I personally, you know, have a connection with them. However, they're not a group I, 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 I listen to as much as I used to. I go back and forth and kind of like what you said, you know, there's a lot of back things that go around. So, you know, we don't always have that chance to listen to groups we listen to. And for me, I, I venture into so many artists that it's really hard in that rotation of fitting certain ones in there. But I, I think Scandal was a great choice in that. And I I chose a completely different thing. So Gray did a group. I actually did a solo artist. And since I got into J-pop, oh my gosh, it had to have been 0304. It could have been earlier. But I know it was it was it was around 0304. And in that time period, I dived into many artists. And this is when it was a lot more difficult to find Japanese music. So you got the mainstream of the mainstream, which was fine with me. I mean, I my first artists were like Utada, Boa, Ayumi, Kodakumi, Kurakimai. I mean, a lot of these super big names in that time period. And I can go on with names as well. So there were other there there were so many that this was a good option for me and I had to really think which artist that are still active that I listened to and so much back then that I don't as much. So I went with Ayaka Hirahara and she had a big influence on me. She, when I was discovering J-pop, she was one of those recommendations on YouTube when, you know, you could find it. And I also found out because she was an Oricon. I followed it back then. I was very interested in the music industry, so I would look to see who was the top ten of the the top ten or top hundred of the Oricon and find those songs and listen to them to see what was popular. And I discovered Ayaki Hirahara with her first, and it happened to be her debut single, which was Jupiter. And I fell in love with Jupiter because it is an absolutely beautiful song. It is still. I would say it's probably my, it is my favorite song by her, to be honest. I just think it encompasses everything she is and every, like with her voice. She has a very, very deep, soulful voice for those of you who don't know her. And she has a unique deep voice that you recognize her upon hearing her. And the track Jupiter was actually based around the movement of the planets and ended up being her highest selling single. And it sold very, very, very well. So I I personally had a connection to Jupiter and I therefore I ended up getting a big connection with Ayaki Hirahara. And from there I remember buying her album Odyssey. I remember buying her album Forsuno Ed. I have a couple of her I actually have a good chunk of her album. However, 
I, there was a time period when I started, I kept discovering new artists, new genres, and it just became too much to keep up with. I think I stopped around 2012, occasionally go back to her music, but her older stuff. So I decided to revisit Ayaki Hirahara as I felt like for me, this was an artist I loved. I bought her early albums. I fell in love with. I always went back to. And it felt good to re-listen to her. It felt very good. And re-listening to Jupiter just brought tears to my eyes because one, you know, it was very nostalgic. And two, it is just an absolutely beautiful track. And I... It's exactly why it made her famous. I mean, it's amazing. And then I went back and listened to Eternally, which is on her Force No L album. And that is one of my personal favorite tracks. The piano at the beginning always caught me, always drew me in. And just her deep vocals and just the emotion and power she puts into her songs, especially her ballads, because she can do ballads and they're amazing. And even her upbeat songs, like I love Chikai, which was used as an NHK theme song. And I absolutely love that one as well. Um, so I went back, listened to her old ones, and I checked out she has a new digital single, Lux, that actually came out a couple weeks ago. And I was pleasantly surprised and very excited. And listening to Lux was... It was beautiful. It, it was not what I expected. The opening was a little odd, but just her vocals were great. I do feel like over time she did change, at least. I, I feel like from going to Jupiter and Eternally to listening to Lux, her vocals have become a lot more refined. And they don't sound as deep as they were when she initially started, which I did like that. I mean, you still know it's Ayaki Hirahara. And she still has amazing vocals, but I love that she did refine her style in her music, but still had captured the nostalgia I had as well. And I, I just, it actually made me want to go back and revisit the albums that I missed out on, which I'm currently in the process of doing. So I want to recommend her to any listeners. If you have not heard of her, she is a pillar in the industry, in my opinion. And she is an artist that I think everyone should give a try. And especially if you have not delved into 2000s, 90s, 2000s J-pop, I think she's a good start if you like deeper voice, if you like the deep female vocals who can do ballads and do like a little bit more of a pop rock style as well. So for Grey, I know this was your first experience with Ayaka Hirahara, especially her not making Oricon, so we never talked about her, and her being, you know, a pillar in the industry. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on her and how how this first experience was. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad you picked her. It was a very interesting experience, and I'm, I'm actually going to start with Jupiter, which wasn't the first song I listened to by her. I, I listened to Lux first and then Jupiter. Uh, but I want to start with Jupiter because I was actually familiar with Jupiter before uh, because a band, that a group of ladies that's near and dear to my heart, covered the song. I had no idea this was a cover. I, I just happened to like be listening to Jupiter and I'm like, oh, wait a second, I know this song. And, and Little Glee Monster uh, covered it on their Juice album, it's the fifth track. 
And so it was really interesting hearing the original. And it is definitely a powerful song. And uh, you can easily see how she built her career just off this one song. It is really, really good. It's a moving, wonderful song. And I imagine Jupiter's been covered many, many times. But uh, sometimes, like, you have to be in the know. And if you, you don't know, you, like, it's like, oh, I, I did not know that was a cover. Okay, so I, I learned something today. So, yeah, that, that was a really cool experience. It was really, really interesting. Lux was the first song that I, I did listen to her, her latest. And you can really hear the years of experience in Lux. It's a very interesting track. It's got a very interesting composition, I guess is the best way to put it, with some really unique piano work in it. But it's good. It's it's really good. It's a very powerful song. She sings it very well. You, you can really tell, you can hear the years of experience in her voice and Lux, and it's just done wonderfully. And Eternally was a, was a really, really nice song. It's a wonderful ballad, and I really enjoyed listening to it. It, it, it also has a wonderful piano. I, I, I see how you fell in love with that piano, Luna. It's very, very good, very well done, so... Uh, I did. I, I liked it overall, and uh, it's a shame that she doesn't chart much anymore, because she is. She's really good, and I don't know if I have time to go back and listen to her her older stuff. But it, it's piqued my interest. Maybe one day I might be able to go back and listen to it because uh, I could see how uh, in the past she was probably one of the big pillars in the industry. So it, it is. It was a uh, really fun to go back and listen to her. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. I, I I'm glad I get to introduce an artist that is new to you that way. You know, it, it and and hopefully new to some of the listeners as well. That way it, it gives you a chance to check out an older artist that we don't hear from as much anymore. And I know she doesn't do as much. She's had a few digital singles recently and actually has a live best album coming out in June. So, but it was great just going back and catching up on our discography and seeing what I missed. And I and the this topic actually made me really happy because now I want to go back and do that for a lot of other artists because I feel like there's there's just so many out there that I that, that I used to listen to I just don't anymore. So it's like I got I got one or two more I could do because like I know I used to listen to Bradio a ton and I I don't I I haven't checked them out in two years so. I'm actually surprised you didn't pick them because they do have some new songs out and are really good. Oh, I see. I just didn't know. I I just didn't know. I, I to to me like I I just identify a, a, a lot of myself with Scandal. To me, they were like the first ones to come. But if we revisit this topic, it, it will definitely be a Bradio because I, I I'm not gonna lie. I miss them. I, I miss them a lot. But I just like I said, it's just like I just have not gotten back around to listening to them. And uh, I, I'd, I'd love to hear what they're they're doing right now. I mean, there's nothing stopping me, but it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I didn't know they had new stuff out. So I just like, I but yeah, I'm glad you picked this topic. It was, it was fun because uh, I, I don't know if I would have listened to Eternal or not had, had we not done this topic. And uh, to go back and listen to Eternal, I think is a, was a lot of fun. So I, I had a lot, of, I enjoyed it a lot. Good. And I'm glad, same, I'm really glad we did revisit this because I, I do enjoy going back to Scandal every once in a while. And I feel like sometimes it takes me until they release an album to go back and listen to their new singles. So I'm very, very glad we, we went over this topic. And I hope all the listeners enjoyed as well. Yep. 
All right. So moving on to the Oricon, it's been a very interesting week. I'm kind of actually excited about the the new songs we have because yes. they're really good. So we will get to that. So we're going to start with number 10, which is Usewa by Ado. And there's really nothing more we can say about it. It reared its head again. I'm happy Ado is doing so well and look forward to seeing what comes next. So Usewa sold a total of 24,611 points. And moving on to Hitori Janai by 17. We I discussed it last week. And so you want to hear my thoughts. And if you want to hear Ken and Gray's thoughts, you can hear that the week before. Nothing much more we can say about it. Hitori Janai sold a total of 24,960 points. And moving on to <laughs> still in the charts, thanks to me. No, just joking. It is Dynamite by BTS. Nothing more we can say. It's still literally dynamite because it's on there. And it sold a total of 25,139 points. And moving on to another favorite of ours. It is Yorini Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Again, nothing more we can say. Glad to see him still hanging in there with a great song. And Yorini Kakeru sold a total of 27,839 points. And moving on to number six, which is Odo by Ado. Great to still see Ado on there. If you want to hear our initial thoughts, check out last week's episode. And glad to see she has two tracks on here, which is amazing. Look forward to her future endeavors. Odo sold a total of 20,560 points. And finally, moving on to something we can talk about. It is Kirari by Kaze, Kaze Fuji. Or F- Fuji Kaze. So, great. This is a new track. And I know we talked about, we discussed this before the show. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So, you want to start going on Kirari? I, I would love to. So, this track is absolutely wonderful. And Fuji Kaze is a person that I've seen come up a bit in the news as of late, but I haven't checked them out yet. So I'm really glad this charted because my God, this song is awesome. It is really good. It's got this nice laid back feel to it. He's got these great vocals. It's like smoky vocals to it. And I mean, this, the whole composition clicks together. It's not quite a laid back song. The drums really keep it from being that it's very much an upbeat song. It's kind of like a cross between a, laid back and upbeat it's really weird but it works it works really well and this is just an amazing song and i i love his style it's really something we don't hear too often on the oricon and i'm so glad this started because it's definitely a break from what we traditionally hear and i i do i, I love Kirali. I think it's a great, great song. I immediately added it to my playlist. I hit the plus and I, I have been listening to it since we added it. So it is great. It is absolutely amazing. I cannot recommend this enough. What were your thoughts, Luna? I'm in agreement with you on Kirari by Fujikaze. It is fantastic and i also hit the plus sign immediately after i heard it i 
absolutely love it from the first beats to Fujikazi's voice was just amazing and it actually made me stop what I was doing which I was working at the time and I actually had to stop and fully enjoy the track and hit that plus because it was amazing the beats the vocals and I feel like you're right we we don't see too many tracks like this and once in a while we'll get something that's not mainstream-ish I guess you could say that and Kirari definitely fits that and this is a style that I absolutely love in general so I am so glad to see him doing so well I know he dropped his first album last year and it actually got reissued in vinyl this year and it should be coming out shortly if it isn't already out by this up by the time this episode drops so I am so glad to see Kidati hit number five on here and I'm looking forward to seeing what more Fuji Kaze will give us and I've started to go back and listen listen to some of the tracks of his I did not hear already and I I love I love the music he's been doing and this is a great example of a track that deserves to be an Oricon. I wish if it was higher because I think it should be higher but I'm so glad to see it on here and that we actually get to talk about it and that's the main thing so yeah no I, I agree I think the song needs to be a lot higher than what it is because it is just a wonderful song and I I'm with you I went back and I listened to one of his other songs and I really liked it and so uh, it, it's really lit this fire in me. I want to go back and listen to all of his music. He, he doesn't have a lot. He hasn't been around too long. So it'll, it'll be interesting to, to go back and listen, hear, hear what he's got, got to do. Cause I do, I like his style. He's, he's really got this really good flair about him. And, uh, I am eager to see what he does next. I'm hoping he's one of these your ons to the Oricon, uh, like I hope that uh, it's on here for a while because it is good. It is really good. I, I completely agree. So I'm very excited. Uh, Fujikaze made the charts and we look forward to seeing more from him. And I cannot wait to hear Ken's thoughts on this. So I really hope it sticks around to next week because this is such an amazing track. Yeah. And I think it's right up his alley too. I, I yes. really do. I think he would really dig this track. Yes. And I know Ken's familiar with Fujikaze. So that's the other reason I, I'm really excited about hearing his thoughts on it. Uh, but we will find out then. So with that, Hidari sold a total of 29,684 points. And moving on up to Dry Flower by Yuri. I'm not surprised it's still hanging in there. Although I really wish if his newest digital track made the chart so we could talk about something new by Yuri. I do think Dry Flower is a great track. We've said all we can say, but I was hoping Hikosen, which came out in April, would have made it, but it didn't. So looking forward to more from Yuri. Glad to see Dry Flower still on here, but we've said all we can say. It sold a total of 30,673 points. And moving on up to... <laughs> So, Take a Picture slash Poppin' Shaken by Need You. You've heard all our, all our thoughts on this. Glad to see them still hanging in there in a way. Um, I mean, they're doing fantastic and you can tell this is new th the new thing. But Take a Picture on Poppin' Shaken sold a total of 38,154 points. And moving on up to 
Kaibutsu. Kaibutsu slash it's a double A side. Yesashi. Yes, uh, Yesashi Suisei by Yaosobi. And we've said pretty much all we can say about Kaibutsu and Yasashi Suisei by Yaosobi. If you want to check out the last couple episodes, glad to see Yaosobi still on there and at number two at that. And that and Kaibutsu slash Yasashi Suisei sold a total of 38,606 points. And moving on up to our number one, da 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 da, drum roll, it is Something New by Johnny's West. So, I, I know how sometimes we all have differentiating things depending on what Johnny's group it is, but I am curious to hear, well, I actually already know what you thought, Gray, we talked about this earlier, but Gray, give us your thoughts on what you thought about Something New by Johnny's West. Oh my, oh my God. Uh, so uh, w- one thing uh, I want to put before I, I say anything else is this is, I didn't know this uh, in, when I first heard it, but this song was uh, done by Aimeon. Uh, she, she's the one who wrote the song and you can kind of hear it a little bit, but oh my God, I, I love this song. I, I, I loved it so much. I heard it once and I went on CD Japan and bought it <laughs> like this is how good this song is. Like I've never, I've never in all of the years that we have been covering Johnny's and all of the times, like you've heard me gush over like a Johnny song or whatnot. I've never ran out and bought, you know, bought the single it was attached to, but no, I was like, no, I have to have this in my life. I, I have to have this. I'm sorry. Uh, so I, I went, I bought the limited edition type a, I love this song. I think it's amazing. It's fantastic. And I was telling Luna off air, I was like, I don't know which is my favorite song this week. I'm not going to lie. This is just as good as the other. So something new is really, really good. It's got a wonderful, fun, fresh composition that really just pulls the listener in with great vocals done by all the guys. I mean, this song has it all especially if you're into boy groups like me this song is just a delight from beginning to end and nothing but awesome in between so i i can't recommend it enough it's on jstorm's youtube page it's international everyone drop what you're doing go listen to something new it will really brighten up your day so i I'm usually the one who's like the opposite or depending on the Johnny's. However, I loved something new. I, I was very shocked at how much I loved it and I didn't go out and buy it like Ray did, but I listened to it more than once because I was very surprised by it and I did go into it thinking I'm going to hate this because I'm super iffy on a couple of the Johnny's groups and Johnny's West is one of them. But something new surprised me, and I don't know if it was the guitar at the beginning, the composition, the vocals. I feel like they did everything right, and part of it, part of me feels like I'm Young writing this was a big influence for me, which I did not know until after I listened to it. So that made me fall in love with it even more. However, I just think it's written and composed and just done very well and like Ray said all the members their vocals are on point and you hear them stand out 
in something new, which was big for me. I feel like with some male idols, especially Johnny's, you do hear their vocals stand out, but not as much as I would personally like to. And Johnny's West showcases all their vocals on on something new, and I love that fact. And I I just, I, I really think part of it was the guitar that hooked me with one of the members just playing it at the beginning. I love that. And I know that was an Imeon influence. But I, I cannot recommend something new enough. I do wish if it was streaming overseas. However, it is not. But if you can afford it, buy it. I highly recommend buying something new. Or check it out on YouTube first. Like Grace said, it's available on JStorm's YouTube page. And I cannot say how much I enjoyed this. And it shocked me because I'm usually the, the one who says, no, I don't like it. But I loved it. Yeah, so I'm on the uh, YouTube page right now for uh, something new, and it has over two and a half million views. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it, it's good. <laughs> it is so good. So go out there, watch it if you haven't. I'm so hop- happy to see Johnny's West number one again, which wasn't a big surprise. They like conquered everyone on here. And I mean, like, you look at all the numbers compared to what they got. They annihilated everyone. No surprise there. I mean, it's Johnny's and they knocked it out of the park. So something new sold a total of 218,192 points. And I could not be happier to see them on here. It's number one. Like, yeah, this is this is exciting. I can't wait till what what they do next. And uh, yeah, it's it's really Awesome. I, mean, I think they usually do around these numbers anyways, but still. Like, they do. Yeah, it's no surprise that they sold amazing. as much as they did. So I'm excited for their next track now because something new got me very excited. So I am looking forward to hearing what they'll do next. All right. So with that, let's take a peek over to the album section because... There's actually some interesting stuff on here, and there's a couple things I did want to highlight. So, number 10 is actually Strobo by Bondi. And the reason I'm mentioning this is this album actually came out last year, last May. But Bondi did do a re-release of Strobo, which is the reason why it is on here. And I'm not surprised, not to mention, he was featured on Imeon's Walpurgis album. And I think that also probably pushed numbers, along with he has released... He's had several digital singles out recently, but I'm so happy to see Strobo on here. Vondi deserves it. So I wanted to give a shout out to him. We also have BTS on here at number nine and number seven with B and Love Yourself. Still got Utada, Last Kit, One Last Kiss at number six, starting to go down a little bit. And Kenshi Unezu's going back in the charts. He's number five with Stray Sheep. We got Korean Boy uh, boy band Astro with All Years Astro Volume 2 on here. Yao Sobi still doing very well. Big, not, not a big surprise with number three in the book. We got, oh, this is interesting, Monsta X with their Flavors of Love album. I'm not surprised to see them on here. They recently had a Japanese single drop, so... I, I, I know they're well-loved. They're well-loved. And number one is still Border Carnival by Enhypen. So they are still selling very well. They have retained that number one spot. But very interesting look at that those albums. So we just wanted to 
thank you thank everyone for listening to today's show but before we go we wanted to remind you to be sure to check out our website at ongakudu.com and also be sure to follow us on the twitters at ongakudu along with our instagram page which is starting to be a little more active again and our facebook page as well and we want to say, give a big thank you to all our lovely affiliates. And we are going to start off with Kyoru Hunter. And I'm going to spell that is K-Y-O-R-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. He is a Twitch streamer and does a lovely podcast called Potasaurus. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Kyoru Hunter at K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taft, who is not only a Switch twitch streamer but a vocalist in his own right and you can follow him at twitch.tv slash timbertaft t-i-m-b-e-r-t-a-f-t and you can follow my sister rosalie and she is currently streaming pokemon snap as she just got the new one for switch and she's also still streaming monster hunter rise you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can check out Fangirl Has No Name, who streams a lot of the Zelda and, if I'm correct, is currently going through Final Fantasy VII, so no spoilers. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-I-F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And lastly, don't forget to check out and follow our our lovely host, Ken, at OTYKen1, and that is O-T-Y-K-E-N-1, on the Twitters. And Gray, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, follow me there. And before we go, I also want to say lastly, don't forget to check out the podcast that Ken, Kyo, Timber, Fangirl all do called Potasaurus, where they discuss various video games. This week, they actually discussed many, many, many things. And I'm going to go over just a, I'm just going to touch on two to three of the big items they did discuss and one of the big ones is Resident Evil 8. I know that just released and it is a big talk. And then they also touched on Tales of Bizaria, which I've wanted to play for a while. So it is a very, very interesting listen. And also Yoko Tato's Dark Nintendo timeline as well, which is a very interesting listen to what they go into. And you can follow me at several different social medias i am on the twitters my anime list anime planet kitsu and letterboxd at luna maria 87 or you can follow me on instagram as nerdy collector luna and i just we just want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode we hope you guys enjoyed it and we look forward to seeing you next week jamatane and this is great. Hope everyone enjoys this new show and we will be right back next time. Bye bye.